Good afternoon, everybody, uh, or good morning if you're listening to this in the morning. Uh, once again, you have joined me for Church Emergency Podcast. Uh, church Emergency Podcast is uh, a podcast of Church Emergency Consulting, a company in which I own uh, that does security for um, churches, schools, and businesses. Uh, we're doing a lot of work with businesses that uh, want to stay safe as well, so I should probably eventually start weaning this a little more towards businesses and schools than churches. But for now, I keep getting questions about churches. And that's where our latest question came in. Our latest question came in asking, Terry, <coughs> excuse me, Terry, should we as security guards or security ministry personnel at churches carry handcuffs? And I thought that was a very interesting concept. Uh, first of all, there is no law stating who can and cannot carry handcuffs, although I did find out uh, recently that you cannot carry a handcuff key onto a uh, plane, which I thought was unusual. Found out that uh, the reasoning being is they're concerned if there is a prisoner being transported that you would unlock their handcuffs. So that was an interesting perspective that I never thought about. Uh, recently, when we were at the airport, I found that out. But getting back to handcuffs and churches... Uh, it is a very interesting concept. Should security team members, uh, security team, safety team, visitor, uh, volunteers carry handcuffs? So uh, today we're going to look at that concept, uh, uh, cuff or no cuff uh, with security team, uh, church security teams. Uh, once again, this is broadcast, uh, this hand, um, podcast is brought to you by Church Emergency Consulting. Uh, if you would like to speak to somebody from Church Emergency Consulting, uh, you can simply go on churchemergency.com and uh, go to the contact point there. You can also contact me directly, Terry uh, Beringer, at uh, 412-527-3673. Uh, you can call that or text that. You can also uh, contact me via email at terry at churchemergency.com. Very simple. We try to standardize things. Uh, I'm a big KISS fan, uh, not the Gene Simmons band, the concept of KISS. Uh, keep it simple, stupid. So that being said, uh, the uh, the answer, the question is, should church security uh, teams carry and safety teams carry handcuffs? Well, <sighs> the answer to that is, it depends. Yes, I know. That's one of the worst answers you could possibly think of. Um, what's the other one? Well, the one that's almost as bad is, yes, but... There's another good answer uh, to that question. So uh, the half-baked answer of yes, but, or it depends. Uh, let's start that question. Okay, let's start that question with a question. Uh, that question will be, why should a church team not carry handcuffs? I'll bring that out there and let you stew on that for a minute. This, uh, this main reason that I hear over and over again for why church security teams and safety teams should not carry handcuffs is obviously legal issues. Everything is a legal issue. Uh, I also work as a nurse in a uh, large um, medical company in uh, Pittsburgh here, and everything we do is based on the insurance companies. Uh, we don't breathe or we don't you know, order pizza without checking with the insurance company. Uh, and it's the same thing with uh, churches, except um, their insurance company is very, very much concerned about legal um, issues as well. So speak to your lawyers at your church, speak to your insurance agents at your church, speak with your leadership at your church. That is always going to be my fallback answer to any question. 
But as far as the uh, legal response, there is no legal reason why you cannot carry handcuffs at your church as part of the volunteer security team uh, or the volunteer safety team. Uh, if you're worried about lawsuits, no problem. Get training. Get training even if you aren't worried about legal issues. Uh, I cannot tell you how much uh, I encourage people to get training. Uh, falling back to that um, granddaddyism that I use every time I teach, failing to train is basically training to fail. Um, check with your insurance company, like I said, is a big one. Uh, the world is run by peanut counters. Uh, we know that. We, we deal with that every day. Uh, but if you are questioning, like I said, get that training. Not just get that training, but keep the records of that training. Keep good training records and keep them safe. Keep them locked up somewhere. Uh, there's a lot of times uh, that um, somebody who will have training but won't document it. And honestly, if you are ever sued, and heaven forbid, the worst case scenario, you're standing or standing, you're sitting on the... Um, the uh, the witness stand and you're being cross-examined or whatever and the prosecutor or the defender whoever comes up and says to you uh, have you had any training and um, you say yes and the first thing they're going to ask all right show me your training records uh, training records are vital to make sure you have everything documented uh, it's the old adage once again I'm in healthcare, so uh, it's the uh, old adage if it's not in print it didn't happen uh, you can swear up and down you did it but it doesn't matter if it's not in print so um, anytime you have handcuffs in a church uh, more than likely uh, you're going to have multiple people around you uh, oftentimes uh, there are there have been issues uh, especially with police officers who have had legal issues handcuffing people and um, many of those if not most of those have incurred where uh, the person was unattended uh, they put somebody in handcuffs and either left them uh, left them be or put them in handcuffs and you know didn't do anything else other than that. Uh, well, that's probably not going to be the situation if you're working at a volunteer security uh, safety ministry at a church. Uh, the reason being is um, if there is a reason to use handcuffs in church, it's going to be only for simple um, detaining some, simply detaining somebody who has gone in to use uh, some type of mass casualty event. You're not going to handcuff somebody because they stole a purse. Uh, you're going to just, you know, you're going to follow them and you're going to report that to the police. You're not going to handcuff somebody because they were, you know, spraying graffiti on the side of your building. No, none of those are going to be handcuffable uh, offenses. Matter of fact, uh, I would say if you're carrying a firearm um, at church, it is the same thing as carrying handcuffs for the same reason. Now, follow me on this. Don't don't start yelling already. Uh, but it's basically the same concept. If you're in need of a firearm, you are in need of handcuffs simply because <clears throat> you're not going to use a firearm to stop somebody from writing graffiti. You're not going to shoot somebody because they stand up and protest the, the, the worship service. You're going to handcuff them because they are attempting to hurt somebody or, or even trying to hurt you. Uh, so that's the really big thing, the big difference between uh, police officers cuffing somebody uh, and uh, letting them uh, uh, unattended um, and like I said, and <clears throat> using handcuffs in some type of active intruder or a violent attack. Uh, that's really the only time you're going to use handcuffs. So for that very sake of the story, I will say the same concept. Maybe you should carry handcuffs or maybe someone should carry handcuffs. Um, 
We'll talk more about that in a second. So why carry handcuffs? If there is an active intruder, an active uh, a violent attack, uh, if the assailant is in your building, uh, the ushers uh, and greeters and security team have tackled him or her, we're finding that out, uh, to the ground, then what? What happens at that point? Uh, we have seen several uh, accounts of church volunteers uh, stopping an active attack, whether it be a, a knife attack, a gun attack, uh, or any other type of, of, of uh, intruder and violent attack in churches. Uh, there's been several accounts where after they've tackled them to the ground, they restrain them with microphone cables. I'm looking at a microphone cable right now. Yeah, that uh, that could do it in an emergency. Uh, they've used extension cords. Um, they've used you know, one incident. Someone used a uh, a phone charging cord uh, to uh, restrain the person. Well, you know what? Those are all fine and dandy in an emergency. But you know what? There's a reason police officers do not carry mic cables or phone cable charge or phone charging cables on their duty belt. They carry handcuffs. Uh, they're much more simple to use. They're much simpler to um, get out of when your need comes time. And uh, they're much safer for the person uh, to get out of uh, when the time comes to get out of them. A good rule of thumb, if you carry a gun, carry handcuffs. Um, just like carrying a firearm, it's not for everyone. I'm not saying every church security team needs to be armed. I'm not saying every church security team does not have to be armed. Uh, I'm going to go back to that old wise question at the very end, but if and yes, it depends. So for that very reason, I'm going to say that yes, but part um, includes carrying handcuffs. Um, simple concept, if, um, if you have a security team large enough that you have a, a charge officer or a, a director or um, a, a on-duty uh, supervisor of something like that, maybe have them carry the handcuffs. But have handcuffs available is what I'm saying more so than anything else. Uh, some injuries that have been associated with the litigation um, have been occurred, and they're all from untrained personnel uh, putting on the cuffs and injuring the person while doing so. Uh, training is a huge lesson, and, um, and, and those... That training does lessen the possibility of other issues occurring. Um, and once again, the techniques of putting handcuffs on is not difficult. They slip on. I will mention that uh, the handcuffs need to be double locked. Um, they, so they can't be continually straightened or, or tightened down so they hurt. Uh, you're not, your goal is not to hurt the person. Your goal is to restrain them. Um, that also reduces injuries, the double locking. Um, and like I said... The main other reason I would mention why we need to carry handcuffs is a lot of church security teams are made up of older folks uh, like myself. I'm no young, longer a young spring chick. Uh, the issue with the, uh, the older people taking down somebody is you're trying to grab a hand. And now young, strong police officers, they can just wrestle and they know techniques to grab wrists and bring wrists around to get them where they need to be. With an older group of, of church safety and security personnel and maybe, say, uh, less fit personnel on the safety and security teams, what you can do is you can have four guys, one grab each limb. And that person who has the left arm, they can bring the left arm back. The person with the right arm can bring the right arm back. That means you're not trying to do one person manhandle a person who needs to be handcuffed. Uh, and once again, I'm just being honest because we all know that church security teams are often people who have a great servant heart. 
but maybe just not maybe the best servant body. Uh, dad bods are great for security team, not so much for police officers. So uh, if you've got some guys on your team with have the dad bods, maybe, just maybe, uh, have one of them carry a hand, set of handcuffs and uh, the rest of them join in and know who does have the handcuffs. So that is my answer for the question of the day. Uh, I should uh, mention to Bill who sent me the question. Thank you, Bill, for the question. Uh, it is a great question. And if you do have any other questions, you can uh, very simply send them to me at terry at churchemergency.com uh, for an email, or you can uh, phone me or text me at 412-527-3673, uh, or you can simply go on the website, churchemergency.com, and leave a question on the website. That is always welcome as well. So if you uh, enjoyed this, please like and subscribe and push all those buttons that all the uh, people tell me I'm supposed to tell you to push. And uh, that is why I don't do the recordings. And, and I appreciate Tom doing the recordings because I don't know what buttons to push. So in that sense, uh, I greatly appreciate your time, folks, and uh, greatly appreciate you listening to this podcast and look forward to hearing and from you and uh, speaking to you again very soon. Thanks. Have a great day.